0: Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen.
0: And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Working with your friends. Work, work,
1: work, 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 work. shabada burg, bark
0: berg, Dogs, 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 dogs. Ooh, that's a better version. Mm. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. You friendship at the problem.
1: Here we are, talking about work. It, it is what we are talking
0: about. Yeah. Jen, I had a really busy work day today. Uh, talk about what you fucking
1: did today. Sorry for the swears.
0: <laughs> this is the first time we've ever apologized for our, our speech well that
1: goes for every episode sorry for the swears
0: <laughs> so jen and i released only jen and i nobody else worked on this project at nope. all this is all us we released the mass effect pack of cards against humanity cards and you can get that at totallyfuckablealiens.com.
1: yeah this is a very relevant uh topic because Trin and I worked together on the Mass Effect pack so we are pretty experienced with working with friends. Wow. Uh, that said Trin did most of the work. We I said earlier today that Trin was like the mama and I was like the absent father that like came <laughs> that came in for like the birthdays and the big moments and like you know get slipped a hundred dollars to our kid because <laughs> like that's the way like Trin was you know the project manager and I was like helping write some of the stuff. So Trin and I worked together a, a lot.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's and like you did a d- such
1: a good job. You did
0: such a good job. You wrote so many good tweets.
1: I'm a great absent father.
0: You're the best step stab- stepdad <laughs> a girl can I'm the best for. crappy stepdad. Wait, so I think that this is great. We're starting off the episode talking about the benefits of working with a friend. Yeah, because
1: we're going to spend the rest of the episode talking about how weird it can be.
0: Yes. (laughs) So good thing is sometimes uh, we'll go into a a room we call the hunting lodge because it looks like hunting lodge. Uh There's like a couch in it. And we'll call it the cunting lodge and we'll go just yell in there about people together.
1: Yeah. I mean, Trin and I are safe spaces for venting about work. Yes. Because like it's a closed door situation. Like I go to Trin and I'm like, I cannot believe my tweet only got twenty likes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Only got twenty thousand likes. I
1: know it's like an off day for me. No, but seriously, like Trin is a—I know—is a friend as well as a coworker. That is like, she's not the coworker that goes and spreads lies about me or stabs me in the back.
0: I I've, don't. Yeah, that's not a thing. I've never done this. Also, every time Jen walks in the door, it gives me a brightening in my heart. Oh,
1: I would say Trin has a very strong Jen bias. <laughs> like, even if other people are working on a thing, she'll give me credit for something I didn't do. And I have to be like, well, thanks. Thanks. It was on me. <laughs> the
0: truth the truth is that Jen has a hand in everything Hearts Against Humanity has ever done. Oh, my God. So oh my God. I'm not assigning credit just willy-nilly. <laughs> I think she likes me. She's fine. <laughs> Should we just go for the first question? I'd do a transition, but we're already talking about we're it. We're
1: already, yeah. We don't here. even need to work on that. Okay, let's do it. Should I go? Yeah. Okay. I asked a friend to design a logo for me and paid upfront. It's terrible and nothing like what I
0: imagined. <laughs> just, like that. just saying it's terrible is
1: really funny. I know. I love it. I want to see this logo so bad. I do too. Okay. It's terrible and nothing like what I imagined. I don't care. <laughs> I have the giggles now. I
0: do too. I just- don't
1: care about the loss of money, but I don't want to use the logo. What
0: if you just sent over like the Pepe meme or
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the loss of money, but I don't want
0: to use it.
1: Why can't I get through this? Okay. Because this is actually a legit, serious question. I just have the giggles. But she's constantly asking why it's not on my Etsy YouTuber blog yet. She's a regular at my workplace. How do I handle this? I was very clear with what I wanted and provided examples and references. Throughout the process, I frequently asked for specific changes that were not made. Wow. This blows. This blows (laughs) so so much. I'm laughing at your pain. I'm sorry. I
0: know, but it's still funny. Uh, But let's start with the things that this person did right.
1: Oh, good idea.
0: Which, first of all, you paid. <laughs> so that makes it a business transaction. A lot of times friends um, will ask uh, their friends for free work, especially when it's something in the arts or design field because it doesn't, uh, for some reason, doesn't register as work to some people. Or It doesn't
1: register as labor. Same with writing a lot of the time yes. or editing. It just seems like oh yeah this will take you two seconds no right you you love
0: this shit yeah do this (laughs) you
1: love it you love doing work for free (laughs) it's your favorite thing right
0: (laughs) so like so that makes this like we said a business transaction so you have expectations and you're paying for them and there's a very clear-cut client and uh i don't know what's the other half of that client designer sure
1: okay I mean, it was smart and the correct thing to do, not to ask them to work for free. Yes. Um, the other thing I thought you did correct, uh, the other thing I thought this person did correctly was provide feedback. Like before I finished reading the question, I was like, well, did you tell them you don't like it? Or did you tell them that you don't care for this about it and you would prefer this way? And they clearly did. They said, I frequently asked for the specific changes that were not made. And that sucks Yeah. because designers expect feedback of their work. There's usually many drafts.
0: What we decided is that you could go two ways with this. One is you can close off the whole conversation by simply saying to her, I decided to go in a different direction.
1: I'm doing something else with the design now.
0: Right. And if she asks, well, why? What are you doing with it? You can say, not quite sure yet, but I, I just decided that I, I I had a change of heart. I'd want to go into a different direction.
1: I'm thinking of doing something else with my brand.
0: Right. And you don't
1: need to provide much more than that, right?
0: Right. And uh, you can even just say, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm testing the waters of other directions yeah. something like that you can you can keep it pretty vague and that should we think close off the conversation
1: if you have to repeat yourself in that conversation that's okay i yes. mean it's not okay but keep doing it if you find yourself saying i'm just going in a different direction and they press for details say again i'm just going in a different direction
0: they would be the rude person in that press, situation right if they pressed, so because- stick to your guns I agree with that very, very much. Uh, but you could also go in you could also go in a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> you could also do something else rather than just close off the conversation. You could both learn from this. Uh, and this is a unique situation because you are friends. So you are able to communicate clearly about what went wrong, what could have gone better, um, what went right, that sort of thing. So we actually pulled in our designer friend, Lauren Gallagher, who was the lead on our Friendshiping Postcards project. And we asked her what we thought could have gone wrong and the first thing that she thought might have been a mistake was that it could just not be their skill set that maybe the asker was looking for a design that the designer just simply doesn't do because everybody has their own style
1: right right like um lauren said she's not a good illustrator Mm -hmm. which i had no idea i think she's an amazing drawer drawer of things but uh that's what she said it's not her skill set
0: Right. And that's something that you might want to solve together because it could be that you made the mistake of asking a designer who doesn't do that type of work, or it could be that she did not properly express that that's not her field. Uh, So that is something that you would both want to know in relationships moving forward. Um, And it also could be that you asked for something that's simply impossible, or you didn't quite say what you wanted exactly right. Uh, Sometimes I have questions about design for our other designers who worked on the Postcards project. And I actually talked to Lauren to translate my comments into design speech because it can be like a foreign language to people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have to ask, like bluntly ask our designers all the time, like, is this like a huge project or a tiny project? Because I have no idea... I now know that I have no idea that it how long it takes to design a logo or whatever or like like is this like a month project or like a two hour project because sometimes you really I, I just don't know I don't speak the their technical language.
0: Right. We feel like somewhere down the line in this designer friend relationship, some wire got crossed, some kind of miscommunication happened. And if it's you who don't know how to speak design language or them who just doesn't know how to bring your thoughts into action, uh, then that's something that both of you would want to know.
1: It's also possible this friend sucks at accepting feedback. Right. Accepting feedback on your work is like hard. And it sucks. And it's also hard. It's also can be weird to come from a friend, you know. But again, you paid. This is like a transaction. It's a business relationship.
0: That's why we would say you would only want to prolong this conversation if you feel like the two of you could learn something from it. You don't want to go into this being like, I want to I want to complain about how things went. I want to tell you a list of things that went wrong. I would say go into this conversation with an open mind of, hey, maybe this is my fault. Like, maybe there are things that I don't know. Uh, So, yeah, otherwise I would just say end it.
1: Yeah, because if you go the conversation route where you try and dissect what happened, it might go badly.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, it
1: might go badly. You might not be on the kind of level where you can have a a
0: decent back and forth. Um, But maybe. Yeah. Uh, Lauren also said, so we asked her if it's bad form to repeatedly ask a client why they're not using your work. She says it is.
1: She says it's bad form, but it's also extremely
0: common. Right. So there's there's a little bit of ego in there, we are sure. Um, and it's hard to blame your friend for that. She's not the only one who does this.
1: Yeah. My first thought was like, wow, that's rude that she's bothering her about whether or not she used her logo. And then I was like, wait a second. If any of my writing gets cut or my jokes get cut from, like, Cards Against Humanity sites, I'm like, who did this?
0: <laughs> How dare? How?
1: I love that joke. What happened? So, like, I get it. That's... Bad form, yes. Common, yes.
0: So, yeah, I think just wrapping this up is you could just end the conversation with saying you're going a different direction. Or if you feel comfortable with this and you guys are on that level, you could have a really honest conversation about what went wrong and see what you guys can learn uh, on either end.
1: I think that's great. My one last thought is I wonder how the feedback went. Some people text their feedback on design projects. Some people do it via person or in life. Or, like, via email? Like, how did it go? Because you know your email can ruin someone's weekend.
0: It really can. (laughs) I've had a a weekend ruining email before. (laughs) I've
1: had a couple in my life, for sure.
0: I've had a couple in this past weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm nodding. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, all in all, you did some things right. Absolutely right. You paid. You gave feedback, you gave pictures, regardless of whose fault it is, we know that you're starting from a good and sincere place.
1: I agree. It's also totally fine not to hire this person again.
0: Absolutely. You don't always need to hire your friends. And that brings us to the second question, which is, I'm hiring at my company for a temp position, and I really think my good friend would be a perfect fit. She's looking for work, and it fits her skill set what do I need to know about friendship before I hire a friend to work for me? Would being her boss be weird?
1: I love this question. I do too. Uh, first thought, yeah, it could be weird. There's a very good chance it'll be weird. <laughs> like that's that's just the fact that you're asking the question. It, you already sense it'll be kind of weird. Uh, but that's good. It's good that you're not going to this with the idea of, oh, it'll be perfectly fine and smooth. There's nothing strange about this. I think people should do a better job of examining how... A work relationship will affect their personal relationships.
0: It's always good to just have a plan if something's giving you anxiety. I love
1: plans. <laughs> oh, my God. I lo- it's why we take notes before we record.
0: It is. It's, it, I mean, it's why, like, whenever I'm on the train, I, like no matter who's on the train, if it's, like, an old lady with two canes, it doesn't matter. I'm always checking for an escape route. Just in case. Is it zombies? Is it knives? It doesn't matter. There
1: could be knives in those canes. It
0: could be. Oh, did you hear about the lady who went through airport security with her cane and found out that it was a sword cane?
1: Oh, my God. This is a true
0: thing. This is incredible. She had no idea.
1: Well, she says she had no idea. Oh, my God. But... What a badass.
0: Well, so it's extremely illegal to have a sword cane, apparently. Mm. Like, that's a real thing, is that you shouldn't do it.
1: Uh, Draco Malfoy's dad has one, I think.
0: Wow. Well, he was a death eater. Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Bad form. (laughs)
0: Speaking of things that are weird, things being weird doesn't mean that things are impossible. So, yes, we're saying that things will be weird if you hire your friend. There's going to be some kind of change in your relationship. There's a change in your work life. But that doesn't mean bad. Not necessarily,
1: no. Or impossible. It doesn't mean that you can't overcome the weirdness or or whatever. It might, I mean, we'll get into this, but it's also awesome to work with your friends.
0: It can be, yeah. And we also want to mention before we dive deep into this that while there's nothing explicitly wrong with hiring friends or people you know, We still recommend interviewing a few other people, because how do you know that you won't find somebody who fits the bill even better than your friend does? And to just hand a job over is nepotism, and that's exactly why there are offices that are just full of white people who know each other from high school.
1: Go Google right now Rolodex by Jen Frank. And read her article about why you can't just keep hiring the same people you know.
0: Yeah. And we're not saying that this is necessarily the case. I mean, maybe your friend will suit your interest, suit your skill set. And in some ways, she diversifies your office. However, like we said, just do your due diligence and maybe interview a few more people.
1: Okay. So now let's talk about what to do if you do want to hire this person.
0: Yeah. You just have to be extremely honest about a few things.
1: Yeah. You got to do some some talking to yourself here. You got to do some what-if scenarios. Like what happens if your friend fucks up
0: royal fucks up
1: yeah like in a big way because everyone fucks up at their job especially new people
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what would you do if you have to fire her Uh, we're not necessarily saying that this is an incredibly common thing that would happen uh, but you have to be comfortable with the idea that this really truly does not work out
1: what if she comes to work hungover and mm, sleeps through a meeting
0: and are you comfortable with owning her mistakes? I mean, if other people at the company know that you guys are friends, you could be responsible for any bad moves that she makes in a way that you wouldn't if you hired somebody you didn't know.
1: That is such a good point. You're responsible for bringing people like into the team. And like if it goes badly, it it could fairly or unfairly reflect on you.
0: Do you feel that you're capable of giving her honest and sometimes critical feedback? You could pat her on the back all you like, but no matter how she's doing, she's going to need feedback from you as her boss. And if you have to sugarcoat everything that you say to her because you guys are friends, then that's not a really honest working position for her.
1: Oh, that's such a good point, Trin. You know, uh, therapists say that it takes at least six months, usually closer to a year, to get like actually decent at a new job. And are you willing to Be the person that holds this person's hand for six months. Holding someone's hand through a new job is not a negative thing. It's not a sign of weakness. Everyone fucks up at a new position. Mm -hmm. So like be prepared to be the one that has to help. And if you can't do that in a way that is, you know, helpful for both of you. Is there someone else in the company that is okay taking on that role? Like, you got to kind of think of the work environment as well.
0: Yeah. And also, there is a possibility of going off the opposite end and being hyper-vigilant and critical of her because you don't want to seem like you're favoring her. So, you know, she's going to need some time to get used to the job, no matter what the job is. So you've got to strike a really, I would say, difficult balance between being critical enough of her to give her feedback and letting her go enough to be a normal employee.
1: And if you're hearing this and you get suddenly overwhelmed and you're like, oh my God, I don't know. I can't do this. I don't know what what would happen if they got yelled at. I think that's a sign that maybe don't hire the friend.
0: You can always not hire the person. It looks like they didn't even bring up the job to her yet.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, and you know what else? It says temp position. Oh, that's cool. Well, that really takes the load off of us, Trin, yeah. in answering this question.
0: <laughs> Woo, Okay. <laughs> We got this one all wrapped up. Because if it doesn't work, then she's leaving anyway.
1: But do make it clear if it's contract or contract to hire. Yes. If you have any doubts at all about it being contract for hire, just don't even say that.
0: Right. Personal experience. Yeah. Don't have her going in on a hope that this will turn into something permanent if it's temporary. Even if it's just like the most reaching of hopes in the world. Absolutely.
1: People will always think that for themselves that's what because it's you know assuming they want to work there that's what people will hope for so make expectations very clear and if you don't think you can do that because you're too close to friends that's worth thinking about
0: have you ever heard of the term like the fucking stable sure have it okay so when it's like when you're in a relationship and uh but you have a stable still of like hot young men that you would bang if you weren't in the relationship anymore
1: I have not heard of this. But you but you you kind of get it. I get the concept. Like well, I think I get the concept. Like
0: what? like uh I'm dating this guy, but I'm going to keep you just I'm going to flirt with on you just a little. Yeah, you put them on oh. hold. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You don't want your friend to get in your work stable.
1: No. Like you
0: don't want to be stringing her along. That's very very tense for on any relationship and on on any person, but especially for a buddy.
1: Don't put them in the
0: fucking stable. Don't put them in the stable, man. Don't stable them. Oh, stables is for horses. hmm Cows. Pigs. pigs, Goats? Goats. I no, love goats. Now I miss Stardew Valley. <laughs> also, let's think about what if they are scolded by someone else in the company?
1: Yeah, how's that going to make you feel? Responsible? Sad? Concerned? Stressed? Losing sleep stress? Mm-hmm. Or are you like a water under the bridge kind of person?
0: Yeah. Having some kind of boundary between work and friendship already put in line whether you loosen that over time or not like depending on how comfortable you become but going in with a boundary I think is incredibly helpful
1: set expectations yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
0: like not just like oh we are only friends outside of this building or something like that <laughs> right but you know just saying like when we're at work we're at work and I'm your boss
1: you might just say that yeah 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 Be prepared to make statements like that. Right. And if you don't think you can or if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. If this goes well, if this goes badly, it's going to be some emotional baggage at work because you care more. You just care more about this person as a friend and not just a coworker or an acquaintance or someone you see during the week. Like, hiring a friend can be amazing. It can be super fun. Like, I recently hired a a friend for a temp position because we needed customer service help. And I knew in my heart that she was literally the best person for the job. More than anyone I've ever like ever worked with. And I I stood behind that. And, you know, it worked out great. It was one of the rare situations where there was literally not like any blemishes or worry or concern about how she would do or how how it would reflect on me. And I stand by that decision. But uh, I've had opportunities to hire friends before and I've not done it.
0: So what kind of emotional labor do you feel like you've had to do, um, maybe not in this specific friend hiring, but um, over time when you've worked with people you know?
1: Oh, it's just like you want this person to feel comfortable in the office, like super comfortable.
0: Oh, yeah. So like you're going to a party and you're bringing your friend and that friend doesn't know anybody? Yeah,
1: I hovered. I did some hovering with my friend. I was like... Hey, this is this is my friend. This is my friend. This is Trin. This is Max. Like I was, I was doing like introductions, like rounds at a party because I was like, they will love each other. Why wouldn't my two best friends like want to meet? But like the truth is, like it's still a workplace. Right, right. <laughs> they might right. not become best friends, and that's
0: okay. Yeah, and I like her a lot. Yeah, I know she's
1: great. She's but, super great. But you know, I was doing work that wasn't work. Right.
0: Right. Like you weren't being paid to make specifically this hire feel comfortable in the office, but you knew that it would make you feel better and more comfortable if she felt at home.
1: And there was also the whole thing of, like, I wanted her to like the job. Right. And what if she didn't? Mm-hmm. She was doing customer service, which is a shitty, shitty thing. It was hard to do customer service over their holidays. Customers are terrible. Yeah. It's, it, was a rough, it was a rough, not easy gig. And I had some anxiety over, like, just so you know, this is going to be, like, a lot of tedious work. And uh, that sucked because I would love to give her, you know, other projects. But at the time, it was a, it was a need for customer service. And there was no getting around that business.
0: You know what, Jen? I think you just made an incredible point that even before the job offer is made, don't talk up the position. Be very honest about what work is involved and and don't even flirt with the idea of it. Oh, this will be so fun. We'll work together. Because that's not the crux of this. The crux of this, you are are giving them a job, an opportunity at a job and and it's work. It's not friendship.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's labor.
0: It's getting paid for your labor. (laughs) It's renting out your body to the man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: And, you know, that was a that was a tough line for me just because I really, really like my job. And she knows that about me. So she had this excitement about being in the office, too. And then I had to temper expectations and be like, don't get me wrong. The people in this space are amazing and great to like sit next to. But you're going to be doing emails, you know, like like I had to be clear, like, you know, there's. It's a job.
0: It's like anything else. There are pros and cons. And it's good to be very honest about both of those things. Like, don't make the cons seem so terrible because you're afraid of setting their expectations too high. And don't make the pros seem so incredible because, I mean, you're going to be at work too. I guess the main
1: advice I would give to this asker would be go into this with a plan. Like, what are you prepared to say? Are you prepared to be completely honest about the position? Are you prepared to... Uh, handle emotions at work like what happens if your friend has a really bad day and you get a promotion on that day like right. it's, it's gonna be weird mm-hmm. wow
0: i feel like i feel like we covered it did we i i killed know it? i think we might have killed it That's wow nice. that flew by it really did uh, i think partially because i'm so tired and oh. i'm half asleep through everything i do today made a song about it Anyway, that was beautiful. Thank you, dear. Well, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin, two friends who work together <laughs> on so many fucking things, really. Really, for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can, at DoFriendship. If you'd like to slam a question in our ask hole, you can at ask.fm slash DoFriendship. If you'd like to subscribe to us on anywhere podcasts are offered, we would think that that is a dope <laughs> thing of you to do. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking.
1: You friendship
0: at the problem. <laughs> you always sound so sincere. <laughs> You're welcome for talking. <laughs>